2: Oh, there it, there it is. There it is. Now that is a good way to start. Hey Afterbus fans, welcome to another edition of The Voice Of. Thank you guys so much for joining us in the studio today. We have a very, very special guest, Todd Habercorn.
1: Hello, only a year in the making. <laughs>
2: It's been a little yeah.
1: bit, yeah. We've done We've, like, and there were times, I mean, it was, I'd get an email and I'd get excited and then I'd say yes and then, like, a puppy, I'd realize immediately that I did something wrong. <laughs> so p- puppies run over and they're, like, they eat this thing over here and then they're like, oh, wait, that was mom's favorite flowers or something. <laughs> so that's what I totally did with the emails because I'd say yes then I'd look at my schedule <laughs> and realize I can't do that at all <laughs> yeah. and repeat that for 365 days.
2: You are a very busy man. I was starting to believe you weren't actually real.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, uh, what was that movie, Transcendence, where Johnny yeah, Depp got sucked like, into the computer? Your
2: consciousness just existed in the internet.
1: Yeah. That would be cool. I want to do that. From what one day. I hear
2: about that movie, not as much.
1: Yeah, well, if it's not created by Christopher Nolan, maybe. There you go. But, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for having me.
2: No, uh, again, our pleasure. It's, again, been a year in the making. Yeah. And it's actually very nice to have you back because you were actually our very first interview for this series, The Voice oh, of. Oh, right on. It was, uh It was still spotlight on then, so... Okay, cool. It, it was because of that interview that we have The Voice of now. Oh, very nice. Yep.
1: And I like that mic, and I approve. <laughs> very nice. I like it. I know. I
2: like the design. It's pretty great. choice. Well, for those of you uh, listening, I'm your host, Megan Salinas, and... Uh, Uh, We are going to be taking a look at the hashtag, uh, the voice of, on Twitter. If you guys want to submit questions, we know you guys are also in the live chat. So we'll try to keep an eye on that. It's a little bit harder to do that from my phone, but I'll keep an eye on it. Um, So if you guys have any questions for our wonderful guest, be sure to let us know. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to um, TV on iTunes, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. And again, we'll be keeping an eye out for your questions.
1: Yeah, I'm getting some right now. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Anything fun? Well,
1: uh, we'll find <laughs> I can't.
2: Out. I can't see from your Twitter. Piece.
1: Okay, let's see. So Vince, let's see at Vince Gagliardi. He says, "Are you ever stunned or in awe by the popularity of Trek continues? Star Trek continues. The show and your performances have been amazing. Well, thank you, Vince, if you're watching. Um, am I stunned by it? Well, that's the thing. Is like so, Vic. Uh, created this. Star Trek Continues is his baby, and it's a continuation of <clears throat> the original five-year mission of Star Trek because it was cancelled after season three. And so, there's two more years. So Vic is a huge Trek fan. So when he asked me to come aboard and be a part of it, I already knew, before even seeing a frame, that it was going to be something big. Only because he loves it so much, and I knew you know his attention to detail and such was going to be um, so on it. But I was like, I gotta, I gotta be involved in this. So, it, I'm, I'm stunned that we're still doing it. But, I'm, <laughs> but as far as like people liking it, not in an arrogant way at all, but only because he won't, he won't let it not be something stellar. And so, getting to be a part of it is just a, a fun bonus. And playing Spock is, is a great challenge um i kind of have to keep my hair around spock length at all times (laughs) which is frustrating but uh it's 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 great it's it's awesome
2: that's good and and actually you guys were both of you were actually recently featured in a star trek documentary if i'm not mistaken oh yeah
1: that's right yeah yeah, you know what it's hard to remember those things because when we're filming i'm on set at Pacific Standard Time, two thirty in the morning. Oh Lord. Getting into makeup <laughs> and I'm there all day. And then it takes an hour to get out of makeup. And I remember I now that you said that, these guys came, the crew came and they were waiting, they're so great to they were getting footage and stuff. They're waiting all day. And like at eleven o'clock <laughs> at night or something like that, I'm they, I'm zombie moding myself to the chair to get interviewed. But they did a great job. I mean they were they you can see they really love Trek and and uh, we're so glad that they came and were a part of it. But yeah, we uh, it was great fun and and I wish I knew the hashtag or the <laughs> thing to get it out but it's out there. Star Trek continues documentary I guess you'd look up but yeah, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun.
2: Well, that's good. Yeah. Were you a big Star Trek fan growing up? You know, I I've, it's
1: always been in my world. Sci-fi has always been around um whether it's obviously Star Wars or Star Trek or or anything like that and I uh, got lost in those worlds, and I would even like something like E.T. as another sci-fi thing. Because I didn't, it was kind of just me when I was a kid, and so I had to have my rich imagination-y stuff came from there, you know? And so it was, it was, uh, yeah, that's where I got my fill and saw, like, an alien befriend Elliot or a lightsaber or you know, warp speed capabilities and such. Um, I wasn't, I'm not as big of a fan of it or know it as much as Vic does. I mean, he could quote episodes like nobody's business but i do know a lot of it so it's 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 fun to to uh to get ready for an episode and and kind of watch other episodes and and get into into the mode
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah it must be fun working with somebody who knows it really inside and out yeah it's uh he he
1: it's astonishing like we'll walk on the sets and he We'll, we'll, I remember this. We were walking on the set and there was like this thing on the wall over here, like a little set piece thing. And he walks, at, he he stops and he looks at it and he's like, and he goes up to it and goes back and he goes, it's it's three millimeters off. <laughs> and they moved it. They had to move it. <laughs> and that's, that's weird. That's but, attention <laughs> to detail. Yeah, he, he did it, so he knows it. I, I just, I'm like, I'm just going to show up and hopefully do a good job. So, <laughs>
2: Well, I'm glad you am. I'm glad that people are enjoying it so far. It sounds like it's got some yeah. good momentum going. You know, we just premiered our fourth episode at, at uh,
1: Phoenix Comic-Con. And the guest star for that episode is Colin Baker, who is the sixth doctor uh, from Doctor Who. And he was great. He a real gentleman, a uh, real pro to work with. And uh, there are great bloopers that involve him <laughs> uh, that are online, too. So be sure to check that out. Yeah. That
2: sounds like fun. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, so I will definitely oh, yeah. check that out.
1: He was, was so great. They actually did a Doctor Who Blooper on set that he he didn't know about. And, uh, you'll have to see. You have to see how he reacts to it.
2: Oh, I can't wait. So you mentioned that growing up you you watched, um, you were a big fan of sci-fi. Yeah. And uh, when you were interviewing with Dave, you mentioned that you would watch cartoons a lot. And that's kind of how you would pick up voices. Yeah. And that you've been performing since you were 10. Was there ever a moment where you knew for sure that that was what you wanted to do and make that your career?
1: When I was 10.
2: <laughs> really?
1: So, yeah. When I did my first show, uh, I realized that this is, I just couldn't get enough. Like even and even though the rehearsals are very they're long. I mean these rehearsals are at the end of a day and you you know, you go until ten o'clock at night and you it's on top of your normal life. I think that's when I knew that it was a passion because even even when you're so tired you still are ready for it and you still want to do it. It's a lot different feeling than when I was bagging groceries at sixteen. When I was bagging groceries at sixteen, after thirty minutes I was like, Wow, well, I know for a fact I don't want to do this for a living. But when I when I was doing theater uh, I wanted it more and more and more, and it didn't matter how long the rehearsals were because during, I don't know if you're horribly familiar with theater, but, you know, when you have your final week, your tech week, I mean, you're doing, you know, 10 out of 12 days, uh, t- 10 hour days as you're getting ready and, you know, you're bone tired and you're trying to remember all your lines and hitting your cues and stuff. But afterwards, you need like a couple days off, but you're ready to do it again. If it's, uh, you know, for me, for as it a passion. So I have some of the fondest memories come from just the work that I've been able to do and the people that I've met in the industry. So it's, yeah, totally. And I did that. I've been doing it for ever since. <laughs> You know, training for it and going to college for it and it's led into filmmaking and voiceover of course and, and everything. So it's it's been rad.
2: Now, mentioning voiceovers, obviously we're here yeah. for the voice of. Um, one thing that's near and dear to my childhood is actually um the new uh Sailor Moon that's coming oh, out. Sailor Moon, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're playing a Jedi in the old Viz Dub mm-hmm. and in uh the new series Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was uh Crystal looks a lot better. <laughs> But it's, it's a, it's still, it's a great, it's, it's fun to terrorize these girls every chance I get. I'm
2: gonna say, you're picking on girls every week.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, how can you not have fun? And I have beautiful blonde hair. But, uh, no, it was, it was cool to be a part of such an iconic show. I didn't watch it in its original run and, and, and such, but I, it's so, so iconic that everyone knows about it, whether they've watched it or not. And so to join that crew and to, to be a part of that was really fun. And all the sailors sound awesome yeah. in the show. They're really, really good.
2: Now, all of, all around, it's a really stellar cast that they yeah, brought on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's great to work with all those guys. And, and we see each other on the con scene. And, and the fans have been awesome with it. And they bring up stuff to sign that, that's uh, Sailor Moon related. But for me... I couldn't talk about it for so long that I forget that I did it sometimes, <laughs> and so when people are like, "Oh, you were also Jada," and da da da, I was like, "Oh, yes, uh, yes, of course, iconic show got it." Yes, I'm right there with <laughs> that you. That thing so. that
2: I did for a couple hours, <laughs> yeah. you know, that one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's I really did,
2: cool. I did want to ask just because it is so iconic. It's also really dated, the, the, yeah. new, the 90s one. And most of the stuff that you work on is very recent because they're, they're recent exports from Japan that they yeah. want to get out right away. So it's got to be kind of weird going back to something that's a little bit more stilted and a little bit more, like I said, kind of dated. Uh,
1: misogynistic. Yeah. A, <laughs> like, it, 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 uh, yeah, there's that one episode in the gym where, uh, I'm trying to drain their energy. I'm like, don't you guys want to look good and lose weight? That and was come-? pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but they, uh, you know, hey, that's, you know, you listen to some old radio dramas from like the the 30s and 40s and, there's some stuff in there that totally wouldn't fly today, but I guess that's just the times that they, That's know. true.
2: It's a product of its time. Yeah,
1: They're going to look at us in a hundred years and go, you had your dogs on leashes? <laughs>
2: they weren't just allowed to walk around and hang out with you?
1: So, I don't you know. We'll see what happens.
2: I do worry about how the future looks back at this particular period in time oh, yeah. based on our media. What
1: is a selfie? Like, you know, they're going <laughs> to wonder all those things, but yeah, we'll see.
2: I'm a little bit more concerned about, like, Lady Gaga videos. Oh, be yeah. Like,
1: that's a trip. Yeah. A <laughs> it's going to
2: be a lot of fun <laughs> to think about. Um, so uh, n- another thing that um, you also mentioned the last time you were here that you're always kind of looking to add tools to your wheelhouse. What do you kind of actively do to kind of hone your craft?
1: Oh, um, I, you know, for me, it's I'm literally in the booth every day. In some form or fashion, whether it's doing an audio book or an anime or a video game or a cartoon or engineering a uh, session, um, I'm directing a show right now, uh, the disappearance of Nagado Yuki-chan, which is uh, another follow-up to the Haruhi. Haruhi. Yeah, Haruhi Suzumiya. So, we're working on that right now. So, it's a lot of um, attack on the skills from a different angle, you know, for directing. I haven't, I haven't stepped in the full-time directing saddle since D Gray that has been a bit. It's been a while, yeah. So coming back and, and getting to work with a stellar cast like Crispin Freeman and Michelle Ruff and Bridget Hoffman and Wendy Lee and all those guys, Johnny Bosch, uh, they're really really skilled guys and, and women that, that come and do this show. So to be able to see where they where they were, you know, in 9 with all that, they were great then. But to see how much better they've gotten just just in doing it longer has been really cool. Um, working on that uh, as far as. Just stuff that kind of try to diversify with. I'm working on a book that'll be out in uh, my birthday weekend. It'll be really uh, out and about and available on the con scene. My first book.
2: What's the book about? And
1: uh, you'll see. It's a
2: surprise? You'll see,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then there'll be another one scheduled for next year. I'm supposed to be working on my next album. Um, my my mix guys kind of getting on me about that, but it's just going to be time. So working on all that fun stuff and and I still love filmmaking. It's just finding the time to do it. I have pages of ideas that I, that I want to do. It's just, again, you know, I need that 36 hour day.
2: Yeah, no, once that comes out, it's going to make life so much easier. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. And, uh, actually, you know what? Let's see who's, who's out here.
2: Anybody else in the Twitter sphere?
1: Let's see. I've got someone that says at, Breeboo Bear thirteen. <laughs> they say, "Why won't you come back to Akon Why won't you come back to Acon next year? I miss you." Uh, that's not my call. I'd love to come back to Akon. They gotta, they gotta ask me. Let's see. Are you excited for anime next? That's from at Full Metal Howl. I am excited for anime next. Hashtag Ask the Corn. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, is that the new hashtag? I guess
1: so. <laughs> and, then, and Then they ask, "Are you aware what a sh- shifa robe is?"
2: I have at, no get, clue. We
1: don't know. We, we no do idea. not know. <laughs> Let's see.
2: Maybe people in the live chat can illuminate us. Yeah, I'm,
1: look, there's a lot of, so at Cloudy Dreams, a, at both of us, be honest, do you ship Natsu and Lucy? No, Natsu and Plue. That's, ah. that's, Plue doesn't get enough love. Do you have anybody? Anyone over there?
2: uh I'm good for right now. um Although you mentioned D. Gray Man, yes. and I imagine that there's there's not really a whole lot that you can say, because they, they've announced that they're going to extend the manga. Yeah. But whether or not a reboot or an extension of the anime series, it's still kind of up in the air, even though fans would be glad to have it.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's the one show, there's two shows that I get asked about at every single convention. I've done 150 conventions. At every single convention, I am I, not exaggerating, I get asked about D. Gray Man. And Sergeant Frog, every single time. Those are both shows that didn't get to finish. With D Gray Man, I even went to Anaplex and asked them straight up. I said, "Could I? How do we work this show?" Da 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 da. The problem is, is that it's the rights have gone back to several different companies. But now that there's a, uh, more manga coming for D Gray Man, maybe that'll bring it all together. I don't know. But if it does, I'd love to come back and finish. I just want to finish. <laughs> You know, what, what happens? So. That was
2: going to be my next question. If it were to continue, what would you want to see from Alan? Yeah, well,
1: I mean, I just, you know, everyone's telling me about all this cool stuff that happens that we didn't like, get to. That
2: sounds awesome. Yeah,
1: like, and I, I, and I know that in the manga, like, Tim Campy it gets, like, this big, like, a huge, like, hog. Like, it gets really big. I want to see that, and then I would love to do more. Sorry, I want to do more of all the shows. Um, there's... Let's see, one. There are two shows that I would not like to do more, of, but everything else I would love <laughs> most to Most everything. More of. Yeah, most everything.
2: I well, actually, more of a fun question. Uh, a lot of your characters are really larger than life and yeah. have a lot of really cool abilities. If you could have any of the superpowers that any of your characters have, which would you go with?
1: Uh, let's see. Well, I, I mean, the fun one would be Natsu. Being I mean, a fire wizard would be a lot of fun. That
2: would be pretty sweet.
1: Um, the one, the. I would also maybe like to do like in Italia when they turn into the neko Italia the cat. Oh, they just
2: turn into little kitties.
1: That would be cool turning into a cat. It'd be <laughs> kind of fun because. Then you can sleep all day and nobody gets mad at you.
2: Yeah, no, that's kind of expected, right? Yeah,
1: and you can scratch on furniture and everyone's like, oh, they're just being a cat. Like, if I went on (laughs) there and I scratched on your furniture right now, you'd be kind of mad at me.
2: We'd be a little upset, but...
1: But if I were a cat, you'd be like, oh, that's just a cat doing their thing. Be like, like, oh,
2: that's just Todd. Yeah. (laughs) That's just what he
1: does. That's the thing about babies. Like, babies can get away with pretty much (laughs) anything. Like, if I went into a restaurant and filled a diaper like a baby does, they'd be like, dude, what's your problem? Like, but a baby's like, oh, he's just a baby. That's what he does.
2: Yep. So. It's a mild inconvenience, but nobody's going to say anything. Yeah.
1: They, babies get everything. <laughs> they get pushed around in a stroller. Yeah. And here I am using my legs like a sucker.
2: Exactly. So, <laughs> not even like, they would even have to, like, they don't even, we don't even get segues. It's not fun. It's yeah. not fair.
1: I've been, I've been on a segway one time in a museum. Really? They had, they had like a little segue path that you could go on. They're pretty fun.
2: I feel like I would just wipe out if I tried. It's really cool. It's like you have
1: to just trust it. Like you just lean a little bit and then it goes. (laughs) Like it it knows you're ready to rock.
2: I don't know. It's a little precarious for me.
1: Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. If you take the governor off and you're doing that segue at like 100... You know, buck fifteen. Like, yeah, it's pretty fast.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why it's taken so long to, to get you back here in studio is because you've been insanely busy with a number of projects. One of which caught my eye. Uh, you had you were in a ghost story recently, a really fun movie last month's rent. Yeah, uh, yeah. But this yeah, is yeah. kind of a, like an atypical ghost story. You know
1: what? That is so awesome. That, you know, Brian O'Neill. Brian O'Neill, dude, <laughs> man, look, I got I to gotta give a shout out to Brian because he got, that movie was, was hard for him to do. <laughs> like, Brian, here it is, man, we're talking about it. Uh, he shot that movie in his home for like nine months, every night for nine months, and his wife was so patient with it. One of the cats died. Uh, oh, no. But that was afterwards. That was afterwards. I don't think it was a direct cause of this movie. But um, that movie was... Um, for Brian, he and I go way back. And, man, I'll help him do any movie that he makes. And when he asked me to do that, I, I came down and I would shoot for a little bit here, a little bit there. And uh, the only thing he told me about that character is, like, just make him weird. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, how weird do you want it? I'll go weird. And he goes... Because I don't think he realized how... Like, because I'll, I'll go. I'll do it. <laughs>
2: you can't just tell an actor, just be weird. Yeah, and
1: so I found these little weird <laughs> things to do, and I didn't know what he was going to use because I was just doing something different every single take. And so then when I see the finished product, I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> and so... uh yeah, they, thanks for asking about that 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 's going to make him super happy that he got yeah. mentioned so
2: uh, I believe the entire film is up on youtube right now right yeah yeah yeah
1: he's uh, he 's from austin he he does uh, we work together a lot on uh, every month actually on another project but uh, yeah he 's been shooting for a long time and uh it's it's always insane to get together and shoot something with him. So we'll see what happens next. I think he's writing something else, but he actually won oh he's gonna be so mad I said. So he, <laughs> he actually won a, there was this this film festival and I think he won best worst movie of the film festival, but that was the goal. Like you wanna make the worst <laughs> okay. movie. And so he made this really uh I like it. I, I think it's funny. But he made this like really bad James Bond parody <laughs> movie. And it won so there we go
2: fantastic well if that was the goal then there you go yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) it's hard to make a really bad movie so he he did it an
2: intentionally really bad yeah. movie, but I liked it. But he, <laughs> Yeah,
1: he he did. He was successful. He won. So, well,
2: fantastic. <laughs> so you should definitely go to YouTube to check out. Last There's One's a lot of stuff
1: there. on there. Yeah, so definitely.
2: Yeah, no, I I'm a big horror movie fan and ghost stories and mysteries. So yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, that is so cool.
1: Yeah, no horror stories and are. Our, our A lot of, there's that new game coming out, you know that one for the iPhone, the augmented reality game?
2: Oh, one of the Oculus Rift ones?
1: No, it's like, so basically you play it with your, the camera on your phone, and as you move around, your place is the setting for the game, and like there's like demon eyes poking up, (laughs) but you'll see it through the screen. On your, you know, in your house. But you know, I think it's on Indiegogo right now.
2: They they did something very similar for the new Insidious movie that just came out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they've got a little thing for, like, the Google um, Cardboard, the Google, uh, Google Fiber, I believe it right is. Right on.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because Insidious isn't scary enough. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, they want you to have it right there in your yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Ugh, nothing cute. <laughs> it actually wasn't too bad. Yeah. I, I actually got to do it uh, not too long ago. It wasn't oh, okay. too bad.
1: Okay, all right. Are you a fan of those movies?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's too
1: scary. I saw the trailer. I'm out. <laughs> I Minute mean, I saw new. Nope. Not
2: mm-hmm. a big horror movie fan. <laughs> it's not
1: that. It's that I. Uh, it, it, I have an active imagination, and also when I was a kid, my mom would scare me. So what uh... she would do is she would she'd be like, "So it's actually kind of set up like this. Like this is the hallway." And so we're sitting there watching something and she'd be like, Oh, I'm gonna go get something in the other room real fast. And I'm talking like I'm nine years old. So she goes in the hallway, it's pitch black in the hallway. She doesn't come back for a while and I'm like, Mom, what what's going on back there? (laughs) Nothing. It's completely black back there. This is at the time when we were kid I was a kid, this is like a one bedroom apartment, so there's nowhere (laughs) to go. (laughs) And so then all of a sudden I hear Freaking out. I'm freaking out. And then she goes, it's just me, son. I'm kidding. And I'm like, that's not a joke. I don't like that. But she would do that a lot. And then that's why I don't like, when I watch horror movies, the, the first thing I think of is The Dark Hallway. I look at the hallways and I'm like, it's dark.
2: Oh, yeah. No, these movies would not be for you. Then nothing but dark hallways. Yeah, I (laughs) know. Yeah, My my horror movie,
1: if they made a horror movie based on my life, it would be five minutes long because I see a dark hallway and always in the movies, they're like, oh, we need to there's something back there. We need
2: me. I'm like, I'm out. I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm going to Ralph. Shortest horror movie ever. Very short. Yeah. Well, um one thing I wanted to kind of uh, touch on a little bit was most audition processes for for you guys as voice actors oh, yeah. it's they, it's very much they put you on the spot. you have to think really quickly on your feet and I just wanted to know what kind uh, knowing that, knowing that you're really not going to know what you get until you get there, how do you go into kind of mentally prep for that? Well you
1: know there's a lot of different auditions that happen so some of them are that where you you don't know what's going on until you get there and you get a couple minutes beforehand some you get the script several days before uh, and some they just call you and give you the role that's always fun uh, that's what happened with Free actually but uh, getting prep for something like that I think it, it, if, if we're talking anime specific uh, there are archetypes all these characters ah. fall into archetypes so the thing about it is is like At this point, I mean, I know what the archetypes are, and I know, like, that's the best friend, that's the guy that's afraid of all the girls, (laughs) that's the guy, that's the bad guy. You know, you just kinda know, and you, you, especially with this, like, working a lot with Funimation, for example, you know, we've been together a long time, about 10 years, and so we all know what each other can do. So really, that's what's kinda cool about it, is that they're gonna kinda tailor what you're auditioning for to you, if they ask you, because at this point, I mean, like I said, if we've worked on hundreds of shows together, and they, we just know, like when I look at a show, I know who Caitlin Glass is going to play. You know, I know who Jerry Jewell's going to be. I know who Tatum's going to be, or, or McFarland, and so or Sabbath. You know, so it, when you have those guys, the 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 battle axes of Funimation, you know what they're going to do. So it just depends on the project. Um, but, but a lot of it also is like, you know, the more experience that you've had, I feel like the easier it is to kind of call up a couple of the ingredients that you can use and hopefully that you're, you're hitting the right mark. Sometimes it's you need a really good director, too, you know, yeah. or all the time you do. Well,
2: speaking of directors, I know that a lot of times you guys have to record on your own and then kind of send in your stuff remotely. You know, thank goodness for technology. Yeah. But is it difficult to kind of receive direction remotely?
1: Well, what you do is a lot of times if you – for these agents, for our agents, they have a booth directors so you can go in – to their studio and do it, but if you have your own setup, you send it in, and they'll listen to it, and if they have any changes, they'll give you the notes, and then you just do another pass. Um, I always ask for that. I'm always like, hey, if you need any more, if you need another pass, if you if you didn't like it, tell me, and they'll they'll tell me, and they'll give me extensive notes, and I'll go through and, and change it, even if it's a one-minute audition. Like, sometimes it'll be, like, really, really minute, fine, fine details, you know? So it's, uh, I like getting notes, so I can try to be the best I can be.
2: Yeah, and since you're you're going to be you're going to be directing, or did you already direct? Oh, we're How already are in it. Oh we're, man, we're
1: we're on episode uh, six. Yeah, so we're we're six of sixteen. So we're making our way through it. It's been it's been quite a ride. It's been, but everyone is again, like I said, everyone's so good. Like Crispin's rocking it as <laughs> Keone. He's really really good in the show. So yeah.
2: So then so then, like having done this so for so long, like I imagine that directing just kind of comes second nature
1: well, uh if, well, if it's any good, I hope it's good, <laughs> but uh directing uh anime I, and I've directed film and theater and stuff, so pulling from from those I'm able to to have kind of a, a roux for my my directing gumbo, but also when you're working with these great guys, they know what they're doing, so really it's it's about how do you talk with these actors in a way that where you guys are in sync about the show and you're not stepping on each other's toes is what I try to do. And, um, hopefully guide them to the right spot. They're, they're doing great. So they're doing their thing. So I, hopefully I'm, I'm doing mine for them. So
2: well, it sounds like you have a really good team to work with.
1: Oh, great team. These guys are great. Yeah, and I hope that everyone's going to be really excited for, I talked to the director of the previous, uh, seasons who I'm actually going to be working with. And, uh, he he's liking it. He's liking it, so that's a good sign. Well,
2: that's good to hear. Yeah. Well, speaking of um I wanna go back a little bit for another nostalgic show yeah. for, for me personally. Um, there's a new Dragon Ball Z movie that yeah. is going to be released in um August, I believe that's it right. is. Yeah. And I believe you're reprising your role as I think it's Jocko, Jocko or is it Jacob? Yeah,
1: I was Jocko in Xenoverse the game and then um, yeah, the movie is gonna be a lot of fun. He's he's a crazy <laughs> character and I'm happy to join the new dbz universe because it was android 19 and then tarbo but to join the new universe as this character he's crazy and I can't <laughs> he wait kind to of to has an out there
2: personality
1: yeah yeah i can't wait to see the cosplay of it it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> but yeah he was he was great and uh, get to see again it's another case where you're seeing all these pros do their thing and you know shauna goku and you know sabbath with uh, 20 different characters and all <laughs> that stuff so it's uh it, it was fun to work on for sure
2: yeah, and they actually had the premiere for it um, here in Los Angeles just uh, yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, the or-
1: Japanese premiere. I was gonna go to that, and they asked me to go. They wanted me to work the actually do. Uh, Funimation was like, "Can you like be there?" But then also interview you know, everyone so it's everybody's pals and stuff. And I couldn't go as I was leaving for Australia to do uh. Supernova. And so we're going to do another premiere. Actually, the English dub premiere is coming up, and and it'll be here, and I'll be there for that.
2: Oh. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I was actually at the Japanese premiere, so okay. I'll keep my fingers crossed to do yeah, Red Carpet then.
1: absolutely. Please. That would yeah. be great.
2: No, it's a lot of fun. And um, is there a release date? Because I know it's going to be in August, but off the top of my head, I, I don't, don't know. I don't
1: know it off the top of my head. They don't, you know, I'm I'm just the voice voiceover janitor. They don't, <laughs> I'm the last one to know They're stuff. like, are
2: you still here? Get yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Well, I know that you've got a ton of other stuff coming up. What has been the most exciting thing that you can talk about so far?
1: Huh. Exciting thing I can talk about? Golly. Uh, well, I mean, collectively, the, this Nagato Yuki-chan show uh, that's being broadcast while we're doing it here is is a lot of fun. It takes up – I mean, that's my – that's where it's at right now for the next handful of weeks until we get this show done. I mean, it's such a known show, and, it, and it's got such a great cast. That's a really big deal to be a part of, and I, I'm really fortunate, and I feel very lucky to, to hang with those guys. Uh, outside of that, um, man, there's so many things, that, and we're not allowed to talk to, about any of them. <laughs> uh, I guess, the, yeah, the new DBZ movie, uh, Crystal, um, Golly, we're getting great. We're still getting great reviews on Kill a Kill and uh, they're, they're, everything. There's I can't think of. Uh, yeah,
2: that's still airing on Toonami, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? there's
1: just so much stuff out there right <laughs> now. I don't. I can't. They're, they're all great. It's all good. Yeah. There's well. Uh, they're okay. So there. Say I can't talk about that. There's one, two, three. Like, <laughs> three different games that are coming that that I really wish I could mention.
2: I was going to say, if they're on IMDb, you can go ahead and tell us.
1: Uh, But I don't know if I'm on there with (laughs) them, so, yeah.
2: Well, I did want to ask, there were a couple things listed on IMDb that haven't come out yet. And, again, if you can't talk about them, don't worry. But uh, you're playing an overlord in Far Off, if I'm not mistaken?
1: Yes, Far Off. (laughs) Mm, yes, 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 I did the, yeah, yeah, sorry. We do so many, like,
2: I know, like, it, you do things for, like, a couple hours, like, months and months ago, and yeah, then, like...
1: And and, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's with Sean Cruiser and Burning Shades Productions, yes. That was a movie where uh, I had to have these gigantic contact lenses in. They're, like, the size of a quarter, covering your whole eye. I don't wear contacts. <laughs> Like they're like, okay, so here you go, you know, we're, all, we're gonna be wearing it, it's so funny, Sean's, is, they're great guys, really great guys. Like, yeah, you're gonna be wearing these contacts for like, you know, 15 minutes at a time and we'll take them out. And uh, I think he meant 7 hours. <laughs> Is, is, is I think what he meant.
2: Fifteen minutes, seven hours. It's
1: easy hours. to get him confused. I mean, when you've got the, you know, the, the numbers, they're all there at once, it's easy to get them jumbled. But uh, he had to put them in, because, like, I had to hold my eye open, because I don't wear contacts. Nope. And so, to slide those bad boys, because you have to, like, slide it oh, under, Lord. The, under the eyelid, up, push it up, then pull your, you know... Like, this whole Terminator type thing, it hurts, <laughs> and, and I'm crying. Not not like, I'm crying because they're just in my eyes. And so he goes, what do you need right now? What do you need? And I'm like, I just need five minutes because I'm about to freak out. Just, <laughs> just let me freak out a little bit. Because they're covering your whole eye. And it's, it feels like someone's going, I'm
2: touching your eye. I'm <laughs> touch it. So just like, constantly.
1: The, over the whole thing. Oh, Lord. And so I'm like, I just went into a dark room. And he's like, how are you? I go, just, just please let me let me do this. Just... Leave me alone. Just for a little bit. And then I came out and it was fine. But man, those first 15 minutes I was ready to snap some brain stems. <laughs> But, uh, that, that, that should be coming shortly. Those guys are great. They're, they're, it's really impressive to see them constantly, you know, shooting the next thing and making it happen with, uh, with whatever resources they have. You know, they shoot on a beautiful red camera. And not a camera that is the color red, but the red.
2: Yeah, camera. no, that's high yeah. quality yeah. cameras for, <laughs> so. for those who don't understand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, I can't wait till the next one. Alright, yeah. so
2: it's a web series then?
1: No, it's, it's a movie. I mean, these guys, these guys have, uh, I think it's already got like distribution and everything too. I mean they're they're rolling they're rolling along and uh, it was a really crazy. They always the past couple times they've always had me as the weird bad guy, <laughs> and I and I, I think I told Sean I was like, hey, hey man, I could I could play other roles. I mean I don't have to be the bad guy at all. So we'll see what happens. But I think it was because they just go hmm, black hair
2: bad guy so must be evil yeah.
1: <laughs> But uh, this doesn't help. But uh, <laughs>
2: I was gonna say it is a little like a Negiverse Spock or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm uh, I'm just channeling my yeah my mirror Spock right now. That's it. Yeah.
2: Negaverse is Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore though. Yeah. Uh, long story there. Um, but actually, since you mentioned being a bad guy, I want to know what do you think is the most over the top villain that you've ever played? Because you've played a couple of bad guys. Uh, sword art. Oh, I hate that guy yeah, so much. I
1: got so many tweets about the I'm like, guys, i didn't I didn't write it. <laughs> I didn't create him. I'm just but he was really, and I, and while we're recording the show, I was like, man, I hope he dies in a really <laughs> really evil, nasty way. And he did. Yeah, like he got his in a big way, so I was satisfied.
2: No, we we were doing the after show for it here, and every week we like he just made our skin crawl, oh, yeah. and we're like, we well we we need you guys to understand we're not knocking the acting because the acting is spot on we just hate him so much yeah
1: yeah actually they were uh, they, speaking of tweets they yeah they were I got so many that they're like I'm, I'm coming for your grandma <laughs> like, no no leave my grandma don't alone. do
2: that yeah. <laughs> no guys blame Recky Kawahara if you're gonna yeah. blame anybody but yeah blame him <laughs>
1: yeah uh, oh, Alex! Uh, here we go, Alex Von David, the director of Sword oh. Art. At Alex Von David, he goes, Todd. This is Alex. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> Twenty sixteen uh, is going to be a big year for sleeping. It's going to be great. Lots of special effects. Um, oh, someone asked at the Heck Harry, what does kababari mean? Kababery. Kababery. There was a kebab huh. restaurant and they called themselves the K- the Kababery.
2: I don't know. So I, yeah. But I did see a restaurant the other day that said pizza kebab, and I wondered if that was exactly what pizza it sounded kabob. like.
1: Oh, I want one. Yeah,
2: I don't think that's actually a thing. I think they serve pizza and kebabs, but I was really hoping that it was yeah. as advertised. Yeah, absolutely.
1: There's one right here at Brendan and Tacos. Hey Todd, what was it like being in Fairytale, a show with comedy, to Future Diary, a show with a lot of murder? <laughs> Ooh. Um, delicious. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, well, and my character in Future Diary is like very... Had a great fashion sense. Um, at the heck, Harry. When will you and Vic sing more duets? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love Vic Mignana? <laughs> uh, let's see what's going on with fairy tale. Oh, someone's asking. This is at. H, yeah Paloma. What's going on with Fairytale? Waiting for new dubbed episodes is killing me. Have you heard anything? I just recorded for more Fairytale, and they just announced more is coming. So we're doing everything that Japan's releasing.
2: Fantastic. Um, what does
1: this mean? You tell me what this means. Fingers for toes or toes for fingers.
2: Oh, that it? means would you rather... Oh. That's one of those would you rather questions, oh. I think. Uh,
1: uh, can I go with that? Skip. Skip, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's Pass. See. Are you going to come to San Japan? I wish, I don't know, won't be able to catch this see. What's your favorite part about playing Natsu? Yelling. <laughs> um, how, let's see, Lots blah, 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 blah. of
2: and yelling. Lots of <laughs> yelling.
1: My, I lose my, like I was doing a session last night that was a ton of yelling for a video game. And, uh, oh man, my voice was shot. I woke up and I was well, like, there, I dig.
2: There are tons and tons of really infamous people passing out in the booth stories, so I hope that's oh. not a concern. Um, have I ever passed out in the booth? No, I've not passed out in the booth, but I've taken a
1: nap in the booth. When I was doing Sergeant Frog, we would record that show 12 hours a day. 12.
2: That is really long time to be in yeah. a square, tiny box.
1: Oh, my man Shane here, at Shane Scalp. Scalp. Yeah, scalp with an H. Uh, may you tell us a funny mom story. That I, I was kind of creepy, <laughs> creepy. A funny mom story. I
2: mean, you technically already did.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, my mom's not that funny. <laughs> my mom's kind of...
1: Um, she, she's... But that's not her thing. She's sweet. She's just... Uh, you know, she's a mom. Moms are, you know, they're not... That's not their, like, thing, being, you know, funny. When I'm they're sure not they
2: have, scaring the dickens out of you. Yeah.
1: My, moms are scary. Yeah, that's just... That's <laughs> No, she's she's great. I love my mom. I love you, Mom. Uh let's see. I'm did you find Oh man, there's well, a lot of questions since here. There are a Megan. Lot of, uh,
2: since there are a lot of convention questions, yeah. I've got one. Obviously you hit up a ton of conventions. That's part of one of the reasons why you're so busy. Um I was wondering, is there a particular uh do you have a favorite convention memory? I know it's like that—that's that after a convention, the entire time is like a blur. But if you have a favorite, would you mm. like to share?
1: Favorite convention memory? Well, you know, I tell you what. There's there are a lot of great cons out there. One of my uh, one of my favorite memories <laughs>
2: was uh, oh. Did it involve food? Flavor?
1: W- um. Oh, did it? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Well, uh, Australia. I was at Supernova recently, and they took us to a wildlife sanctuary where we got to hold a koala,
2: and they're that heavy. so
1: cool. Koalas are heavy. And then uh, feeding kangaroos and petting them and hanging out with kangaroos and stuff. And it was kind of weird because they don't, they can't read English, but they all just kind of knew there was a sign that says, kangaroo rest area. <laughs> so like, it's a big place where the kangaroos all hang out and when they're tired of getting pet and fed they hop over to this little <laughs> to area to the rest area. on the other side of this sign and that's just their hangout spot and like they know where that spot is all of them now some of the people that we were there were like trying to get up into that space but they uh that was a lot of fun and also also there the beaches were really amazing like Gold Coast just being like right on the beach and like the the water was beautiful and the sand was amazing and soft um really that was like a really great great time yeah
2: it sounds gorgeous i've yeah. always wanted to go we actually uh, have a, a couple questions here from the sure. live chat uh sakura dreamers wants to know to todd hello again speaking of jedi do you usually like voicing heroes or villains
1: heroes or villains uh i like i well i see i do a fair amount of both so it's like i like them both uh as far as a preference i mean I think I like the hero because he lives longer.
2: <laughs> Usually, yeah. yeah. Usually, cool. those end up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they have cooler powers. I think bad guys have like cool powers, but then they die quickly.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't have as long. That's kind yeah. of a bummer, actually. So heroes. That's a good answer. For sure. Um, and you obviously also have a really good relationship with your fan base. I was wondering if there was also, like, kind of your favorite fan moment. Because I know that people oh. just are generally really, really great um, with fan art and, like you said, fan fiction and all that great stuff. Do you have a favorite? Oh,
1: the, the, the fans, I mean, they're incredible. I mean, uh, there's so many stories. I mean, there's stories of... Being in a restaurant and the waiter brings up a bottle of wine and they say, uh, here we go, compliments of someone that, that didn't even eat at the restaurant. They were just walking past and saw that I was eating there and they sent stuff over, like people that that take time to make these beautiful pieces of art for me and frame it. And and I'm like, how long did this take you? And they're like, it took me 30 days, 30 days wow. every day working. I mean, I work hard and, and I get it all the time. People in college writing reports on me or asking me, can I write this report on you? Can I did it? Like all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's really incredible. People, uh, when we had HaberCon last year, uh, people traveled, uh, you know, 17 hours just to come say hi. I mean, the fans are amazing. They're, they're really, they really love, they love this art form and they love us as, as participants in it. And, um, you forget sometimes that how, how touched they are by some of the things that we get to do. You know, I've had, I've had parents and, and kids come up to me and say like, man, I was, I, uh, was going down this path in life and it wasn't so hot for me and I, it put me in the hospital for a while and to come back from that was, uh, I was watching this show that you, or on High School Host Club and they, they love that show. Um, it really has a profound effect on people and it's, um, I envy that because I don't know if there is any form of entertainment that does that for me. Um and I'm I'm envious of that. <laughs> it's the it's the my job that does that for me but but for something like a show or a I guess the closest thing would be like Batman. That's like ah. the closest thing for me is as I love Batman, <clears throat> but past that I mean I can't think of anything. But it's it's really awesome to see that their love for everything that we do. Yeah.
2: That's fantastic. Well, favorite Batman villain then.
1: Oh, favorite Favorite Batman villain? Oh my gosh! <clears throat> well, everyone's gonna go Joker, so I'm gonna go variation. You can't go, you can't just blanket statement Joker.
2: Okay, Batman animated series. Oh, villain.
1: animated series. Clayface is pretty good. He was Clayface so is tragic. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my goodness, yeah,
1: Clayface is good. Uh, man, animated series Batman. Now see, there's also there's also. Because you've got animated series and you have the new Superman-Batman adventures. That's true. Then, and
2: there are a lot of new stuff coming out, too. Mm,
1: I'm going to say, yeah, a Clayface was a lot of fun. Because everyone... Or Mr. Freeze. Oh,
2: you're also a big comics guy. What do you think of Dawn of Justice right now?
1: Dope. So here's a lot deal. Of, there
2: are a lot of feelings on the internet right now.
1: So here's the deal with that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Everyone thinks that these comic book movies have to be dark to... And I think that's just the era where these comic book movies are at. They're just in a dark place. But you can't... The the thing that made Batman and Superman such an interesting dynamic, their their relationship, was the fact that Superman was this unwavering um, pillar of of, um, light, of uh, positivity... And Batman was the polar opposite. They both wanted the same things, but they did it in very, very different ways. Batman, super dark. Superman, uh, hopeful, full of hope. And and what's, what it appears to be right now is that they're in the same plane of existence, and that's not interesting. We, we they're they're just they're not foils of each other. They're they're. Just two guys duking it out. And I think that what what's happening is, is that Zack Schneider thinks that we want to see Batman and Superman just go at it. And we do. But that's that's like saying that's like saying, what are your tell me your top three favorite foods.
2: Ooh, <laughs> pizza? Um <Yeah. laughs> let's see. Um okay. are really good. Uh-huh. Um really anything mashed potatoes based. And Matt, what about your
1: favorite dessert? Mm. Ice cream. Ice cream. What about your favorite drink?
2: Um Coffee, for Coffee.
1: sure. 100%. Now take, now, take all those favorite things. Now, put them in one bowl. Mix them up. Would you eat that? Probably not, no. But they're all your favorite things. <laughs> See, that's what I think he's doing. I think he hears all of our favorite things. He goes, well, I'm going to put them all on this plate right here, in this bowl, and mix them up. That's not how we want it. So, <clears throat> So, Batman and Superman are going to fight, and I feel like it's just going to be a movie that's just... Set up to have them fight and just be a big commercial for Justice League. And I hope that's not the case because these guys have such a legacy that you can't disrespect that legacy by just saying, well, they're just gonna, they're just gonna duke it out and have ten rounds in, you know, in Gotham or Metropolis. There's more to it than that. And that's what makes them endure is because there's more to it than that. And so I hope we find that. Zack Schneider's not really known for that, you know. So, we'll
2: see. I'm, yeah. I'm deferring judgment until we get more trailers and stuff yeah, like too, that. Me, too. It's hard to stay optimistic, <laughs> though, when it's so dark. <laughs> and you see two minutes of a three, almost three hour movie. Yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. Well, uh, we're kind of getting the wrap up sign okay. here. Is there anything else um, you can talk about that you'd like to let fans know is coming down the way?
1: Well, I love having folks uh, say hello on Twitter, so at Todd Haberkorn on Twitter, and then um, that's a lot of fun. Come out to the conventions. Um, there's lots of con appearances coming up. I'll be at Anime Next this weekend. Next weekend is Bayou City Con. Uh, the book, I have a book coming in August. Be on the lookout for that, and also uh, more Star Trek Continues coming up.
2: Fantastic. I'm going to sneak in one more question. Uh, I know a lot of the recording for Attack on Titan uh, was done at your studio. Any word yet on any sort of updates with that?
1: Well, some of Titan was there. Uh, They, um, I don't know. I know it's coming. (laughs) Um, And apparently... You know, because I was one of the few that survived from season Marlo, one. Marlo, yeah. Yeah, Marlo's going to be... He lived! Yeah, that's a gonna success. He's going to have more in season two that's going to be more pivotal, I, I hear. So we'll see. I, so I can't wait to see the live action.
2: Yeah, no, they just released new pictures earlier today, oh, yeah?
1: actually. Okay, good. August, right? That's when it comes out.
2: I, you know, August or September, September? I think it's
1: September. So I think people need to get the Haber book <laughs> and then go to the movie. <laughs> and then write down their favorite Attack on Titan memory in the book, and then come to a convention I'm at, and then tell me about it. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Sounds good. And where can fans go if they want to go online to find out more about you and about all of your upcoming projects? Oh,
1: gosh. Uh, yeah, Google. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, um, Google is pretty good about it. They're they're, they're on it. They're, <laughs> they're going somewhere. I think Google's going to be around for a while, that little mom-and-pop company. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. yeah, it's just the still T- tiny little startup. Yeah, they're starting out. You know, I see them every now and then. Uh, gain some traction yeah. a little bit. I donate Actu- when I can. Actually, we'll do one more fan question okay, yeah. just because they tweeted at me directly. How about you
1: do one and then I'll look for one. Sounds good. Go. And then okay. we'll wrap up. Yeah.
2: Uh, what is your spirit animal?
1: My spirit From, uh, animal? From
2: Michelle underscore Cullen. Michelle,
1: my spirit animal. <laughs> what's it? What's Tiger. <laughs> tiger <laughs> line yeah a tiger my spirit <laughs> animal is a, is a fierce tiger who is uh, painted what color
2: orange <laughs> they're usually they're, orange and black but sometimes they can be white and black
1: too how about how about white and black a white and black awesome tiger yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay now guys final question on the from the twitter sphere
1: let's see uh, I want to hear how many oh man there's so many I just want to pick a good one as if you were any kid. ah, I don't want to read them out loud do you ship them? I can't answer that one <laughs> uh, let's see uh, hey uh, I'll, uh, 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 okay I'll pick this one right here okay this one says hey Todd uh, this is at DJ dreams MC hey Todd if you were any character who would you be but with a twist you have to get the same hairstyle and behave the same way Hmm. Man, Wolverine's cool.
2: (laughs) That's true, and he does have a really cool hairstyle.
1: I do Wolverine or Spider Man.
2: I mean, that's fairly. Peter's hair is fairly normal. Yeah,
1: Peter's fine. Yeah, that. But not. I wouldn't tell everybody my identity. No,
2: he he does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, everybody's
1: got to know who he is. Stop that. Yeah, cut it it out. It would totally change the design of the costume.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be interesting if they have him in Civil War if they do a cameo at all.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean they're they're finding a new Spider Man now, and I don't think it was Andrew Garfield's fault. <laughs>
2: no, it just seems to be a lot of studio stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Anyway, Todd, thank you so, so much for coming yeah, down today. Yeah, I'm you. so glad we finally got to talk <laughs> yes, to you. Yes,
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you for your patience. And it was a blast. And I love coming. And I hope we get to do it again.
2: Yes. Um, feel free to come back anytime. Uh, yeah. as we mentioned, we, we've done a couple, uh, after shows for shows that you're on. Okay. So right anytime on. you want to come back, you know, just come sure. on down to the sure, studio. Sure, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you everybody for your tweets and, and the tiger call out that was good <laughs> uh, thanks guys
2: yeah guys thank you so much to everybody on the live chat everybody on the hashtag everybody who tweeted Todd directly you guys rock um, and I'm Ben your host Megan you can follow me on Twitter at The Manglin that's T H E M E N G U I N. I also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz and I've started writing articles for the movie chick chick with two K's be sure to check those out and be sure to check out the latest movie chick review on Popcorn Talk actually that aired on Monday again thank you so much Todd for coming in today yeah, Yeah, thank
1: you. Thank you. We really appreciate
2: it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys next time.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.